0: Welcome to the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. Welcome to episode 47. This is the last of our series on conflict. So today we are going to talk about complicating the narrative. Now I'm sure you're thinking that complicating conflict is not a good thing, but let's explore this just a little bit further. How often in conflict do you hear that kind of all or nothing thinking, those absolute statements that make it seem like there's no way to find resolution. Things like they never listen to us or they won't do anything about that problem or there's only one way to solve the problem and they won't let us do it. Very simple, very black and white. When you're in conflict, be very wary of this type of thinking and this type of narrative. This very very simple narrative so often diminishes the implications of a conflict. Conflicts are seldom simple and we need to actually explore their complexity to be able to navigate them gracefully. So how often do we accept and allow for complexity within a conflict? So often we try to simplify it so we can come to an answer very quickly, but often that simplification is contributing to the escalation because when somebody is like, it's yes or no, it's black or white, it's all this way, or it's all the other way, and we don't leave room for the complexity, for the things that we disagree with on either side of the argument. When we don't leave room for the common ground actually on each side of the argument then that is where we see it escalate because it's not true to what we believe and who we are because we haven't allowed for the complexity so within this need to understand complexity the greatest tool that we have is curiosity so how do we create an environment where we can actually be curious So the first thing is that curiosity requires safety, physical and psychological safety, both real and perceived. So we have to have some amount of confidence that we are safe to explore the other person's or the other group's opinion. We have to be safe enough that we can see and admit where we agree with the other group's opinion. We have to be safe enough to see that there is likely more than one way to solve the issue. If we create enough safety for ourselves and others to see common ground and explore all of the crazy out-of-the-box ideas, we will often come to solutions to conflict sooner and in many ways better than if we were to stick to our guns and it only be our way. Like we will find better solutions by allowing for this complexity of conflicts than we will if we simplify it down to an all or nothing way of viewing. So it's work to create safety. One thing I actually do sometimes is I have to tell myself that I'm safe. I also will even go to a point of telling myself that no one is going to die. And even just that little tiny bit of perspective and reassurance can create safety for us. And we can just create that for ourselves so that we are able to explore the complexity here. Another way to utilize curiosity is to ask questions. Why is that important to you? How do you see that playing out? Show me, tell me, teach me, help me understand the important parts of this so we can make sure that you and everyone else is taken care of. Truly, if you don't know what somebody wants, ask them. If you think you know what somebody wants, ask them anyways. It sometimes is totally different of what we perceive people wanting versus what they genuinely want. Once again, all of these things contribute to escalating conflicts where if we can really embrace curiosity, then we can actually find way better solutions to our conflicts. And sometimes as we do this exploration, we will find ourselves that we're in conflict, but we've really forgotten what we ever were in the conflict for in the first place. And we'll even revisit it and realize that, oh, I have different values now. I want something different and I, that may or may not take me completely out of the conflict. So let's really revisit what we want, what other people want, And make sure that as we're working through our conflicts, that we are actually making an attempt to meet the needs of everyone in the situation. Now they give a few questions in the book High Conflict and I want to share those with you because I always think good questions make such a difference if we get in the habit of asking. So the very first question they ask is what is oversimplified about this conflict? It's so easy to oversimplify things. So where have we oversimplified it? What would you want to understand about the other side? What do you want the other side to understand about you? What would it feel like if you woke up and the problem was solved? What is the question that no one is asking? What do you want to know about this controversy that you don't already know? Where do you actually feel torn? And the last question is not a question at all. It's a statement, but just tell me more give people the opportunity to tell you more and so much of these asking questions and really developing our sense of curiosity just allows us to move forward in conflict and it's so very easy to get stuck in conflict and we want to use conflict to move us forward i think conflict is so necessary sometimes we need to challenge ideas We need to challenge the way that we do things. This is what ultimately leads us to progress. But we need to do it in a way that doesn't destroy us, doesn't destroy other people, and it's actually moving us forward and it's not getting us stuck. So we can reach back in our toolkit that we've now developed on conflict. We can manage our own emotions. We can utilize our highest intelligence and we can move forward. We have to remember that humans are complicated i always try to stop myself and say there's a very logical reason that the other person has acted this way what is that reason can i understand that reason can i have compassion for it and then how do i proceed once i understand that we are truly emotional beings and we react in emotional ways and that's okay it's actually a really good thing But we can also improve how we are operating and we can improve how we deal with conflict. Conflict doesn't have to be a trap that destroys us or our relationships. It can be progressive. We can actually allow people time to each work through conflict in their own way. And conflict can ultimately move us forward. When we take time to understand how complicated the stories really are, When we take time to consider ideas that we would normally immediately reject, when we really listen to other people, we can prevent conflicts from truly spinning out of control. We have the tools. Now, we must practice them. So remember, conflicts are complicated. Listen for those very simplified narratives that will come as you are in conflict. Watch for your brain distilling the problem down into something very simple with a yes or no, black or white answer, and then get curious about where it's actually much more complicated. And then once we understand complexity a little bit, then we can truly move forward in finding solutions that are best for us and usually best for other people as well. It will be fun. Have a wonderful week. Listening, my friends. If you enjoy this episode, please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities.